Hey, Tom, before we get to your stock picks, okay, you've got a little Bitcoin note that um, I think is pretty good. And uh, the definition of crypto is, you say, combining everything you don't know about money with everything you don't know about computers. <laughs> the question is, does it have a role in plum funds? Uh, no, we don't have any Bitcoin in the plum funds, and we're, our crypto play is basically through the companies that are going to be using crypto for uh, their financial transaction processing. Uh, one of them we talked about in the past, MasterCard. Uh, that one, they have an incredible amount of intellectual property that they're using for um, basically uh, to fight the banks and to create the just-in-time transfer of money or the instantaneous transfer of money. Uh, so they're using crypto, but uh, no, we don't own any uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies in the funds. Okay. Now, uh, you know, like a, um, a micro strategy or a square, what is your tolerance, Tom, for uh, investing in a company that has connections to it, uh, you know, through a balance sheet or through trading or an exchange or something like that? I think uh, PayPal this last week said that they don't really care if people trade crypto on their app or not, but everybody who does trade crypto looks at their app multiple times a day. So um, I think there's a lot of good ways to play that. It just fills, fits in with the whole theme that we've been talking about, the digitization of everything, the digital revolution. And um, you know, crypto is one of those that's very important, but it's not the only one. Yeah. All right, Tom, a couple stocks that you, like, that you like right now, a little bit more of a traditional payment play. You like MasterCard. Uh, and uh, with the consumer reopening that's happening here, what are the standards for this company going forward? Do we need to see people swiping and spending those savings for the stock to go up? Uh, they are swiping and they are uh, using their uh, debit, their credit. They're using their payment processing on their telephones. And uh, for them, they need travel and entertainment. They need business expenses and business travel to go up. And especially they need this cross-border. And cross-border uh, was down almost 30-some percent last year. It's been rising so far this year. Now it's against some pretty easy comparisons, but it's been growing pretty fast. And uh, that's going to be something where we think that this is a great combination of the structural growth story with a cyclical recovery story. Mm. All right, that hybrid stock. Uh, what about Autodesk? More of a uh, kind of pure cloud uh, company, but with uh, applications that certainly are gonna be used if we're building new construction sites and uh, new bridges and such. Well, you know, there, this again, it, when we think that when something has multiple drivers, it's really important. So Autodesk is going to be the company that's used to uh, help redesign a lot of buildings. Um, we've seen studies that show that over 30% of the carbon going into the air comes from buildings. Um, so buildings have to become more efficient for us to really become a cleaner uh, society environmentally. Now, on top of that, then they've converted in the last few years to a subscription model. So you add to us another important element, which is recurring revenue stream. So they have over 7 million users that have not been paying on an 
ongoing basis. You know, people bought the system, people borrowed it back in the old days, but they, they're converting all these people who use it, engineers, architects, uh, to people who are involved in the construction industry, the what we call uh, create and then make businesses, and uh, those subscriptions, you know, they have over 17, 18 million users, and there's at least 7 million that they're going to be continuously converting to this subscription recurring revenue model. Mm. Tom, uh, do you have hesitation around companies that uh, outperformed the market or outperformed cyclical companies like Autodesk did uh, during the COVID pandemic? I mean, it was far from the uh, bubbliest stock out there. I mean, far from it, but uh, still a company that extended already a long rally that's been going on for a long time for cloud in this period uh, where obviously the demand for these products was very high. Do you worry about potential peak valuation in a stock like Autodesk? Uh, yeah, Oliver, that's a great point. But again, this is a combination of a structural change and then who's going to be involved with the cyclical recovery and the political impact of infrastructure buildings and environmentally more sound investments. So, you know, obviously it could go through some correction. Um, you know, what stock that's gone up doesn't go through some types of corrections. But we still think if you're looking at, again, for us, maybe a year, two year holding period, you're going to be really happy owning this stock. All right. Hey, Tom, you got one more here. Switching over to healthcare stock, we've talked about quite a bit here on the mm -hmm. program, which is Exact Sciences, maker of the Cologuard test for uh, colon cancer screening, uh, diagnostics, and uh, 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 cancer stock that um, is uh, down quite a bit over the past uh, couple weeks here around their earnings after having a, a really strong 2020. What's going on here? How come uh, this thing has gotten beat up the way it has down uh, about what 55 percent off the highs yeah it's down over 40 percent from its high there we go uh, of course its high has been pretty uh pretty attractive from where it was just a year ago but uh you think about it companies that are using data and in this case it's to help you diagnose cancer and one that is uh extremely treatable if it's diagnosed early collect uh, colon cancer. But when you think about uh, their other uh, things that they're adding to it, we just think that this is a company that's using data, using artificial intelligence, and it's really impacting the quality of life. Now, the reason we believe that it went down since the earnings report is because they, like a lot of companies, had a very incredible earnings report in the first quarter, but they're a little bit conservative on their guidance. And I think a lot of people are saying, well, if you're going to be conservative on your guidance, we're going to look at taking some of our profits off the table. Uh, this stock has had a number of years where it's had significant corrections from its high. Then it uh, consolidates, builds a base, and it's gone up to new highs every time.